Hello, and welcome to Healthy Bites, an all-encompassing podcast about your health from the Audrain County Health Department. Each week, we hope the information you hear on this show from a variety of experts in Audrain County, the state of Missouri, and the world will positively impact your health and your health decisions. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. Now, on with the show with your host, Chris Nubra. Thanks and welcome to another edition of the Healthy Bites podcast here at the Audrain County Health Department. I'm Chris Newbro, your host, and joining me this week, I have got McDonald's manager, Chris Williams, from the Mexico location. He's also a city councilman with the city of Mexico. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, not a problem. Uh, we're going to let people know we're not, we're not doing this face-to-face. We're doing this uh, over Zoom, recording it, and then we're going to pop it onto the, the podcast uh, just because of, of logistics reasons, just because of scheduling. Uh, worked out that way so i appreciate you making the time and coming on and, and and doing this with me no problem i appreciate you accommodating me today hey uh wanted to talk with you about you know we, we've talked about covid extensively on this podcast but one area we really haven't talked about is from the retail perspective from the dining perspective chris do you remember back when this first hit what your initial reaction was what your company's initial reaction was well it at first, I think we were like a lot of people, you know, you heard about it, you know, you saw it happening in the big cities and, you know, they started shutting down places. Um, we were kind of one of the last places that was shut down, at least in a smaller community, you know, in some of the bigger cities, they were already shut down. Um, and as it got bigger here in Audrain, as the numbers started to grow, um, we made that decision to close the lobby, not only because of the COVID itself, but it was, it, if you remember at that time, a lot of people, there, there was like a battle really between people. They were just like, a lot of people were like, this is stupid. I don't care. And we, we were just kind of got put in the middle there at the beginning by making people, you know, not come in or come in or you had to wear a mask or you didn't wear a mask. And so it just made sense at the time for us to, you know, just close the lobby, especially when it came to the time when we had to shut down, like the whole country shut down. What drove that decision? Was it, uh, was it the numbers? Was it, uh, or was it public opinion or was it a company, uh, a company wide mandate? Um, well, it depends on when you're talking about, because at first, when we first went down, it was, um, the numbers were going up. And then on top of that, um, I mean, to be honest, people were, people were very, they were mean. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I mean, that's what finally drove us to close the lobby was, I mean, people were in here cussing at us and everything. It was, wow. it was, it was over the top, you know, because it, the first thing we tried to do was have people wear a mask because that was the first thing that was recommended. Right. Right. And, 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 and the corporation said, we need our employees and our customers to wear masks. And people didn't want no part of that. And I understand, you know, I'm not picking a side in that situation. But, sure, sure. You know, from, from our perspective, that's what our people, our, our bosses are saying to do, you know, and, and then to have customers coming in here and berating us for decisions that we had no control over, 
you know, that, that drove us to not want to be open because, you know, not only do we have to take care of ourselves on a health wise, but we also had to take care of our people mentally. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's something that maybe people didn't realize is that, uh, you know, the mental side of this, uh, not just the abuse, but just the worry of, of interacting with the public. How did that affect your staff? Um, staffing was, I mean, staffing was, and still to this day is an issue. Staffing became an issue shortly after because, you know, you had people that would get sick and, it, you know, at the beginning it was 14 days. So somebody would get sick and they were gone for 14 days. But at the same time, you'd have to go through and you'd have to quarantine anybody that had been around them for a certain amount of time. Right. And so, so there were times in our staffing, um, especially in that first wave there, there were times where I'd have 15, 20 people out at a time because wow. it was, you know, you'd have one person that would be sick and, you know, then you watch the video and see how many people they interacted with here at the store and everybody they interacted with for any considerable amount of time, they had to quarantine. And then on right. top of that, you so had you, you, you didn't you, hang on a second. You, you didn't go by just your employee's word that I was around this person. I was around this person. I was around this person. You use technology to help you out, right? Yes. No. And we still do. I mean, we still, we still are following the guidelines. So just uh, when this Omicron situation happened the last you know, month or two, we had quite a few people out that actually got it. And uh, I'd have to come up here and watch the video. Um, and we'd, I'd make that decision based on what the video showed, you know, because we're all pretty close in here, you know? So somebody, one of the things that's changed too, is at first, if you remember, they were paying people that were sick. And so if people were quarantined or had COVID, they would still get paid. And so there wasn't really a reason to lie. <laughs> right. But now, but now people have a reason to lie because they don't get paid. They don't get a paycheck. And so in, in their world, you know, they, they want their paycheck. Right. And right. so I get that. I understand that completely. But, you know, we have to look out again. We have to look not only for physical health, but mental health. Because, you know, the one thing I will say about you know, here is all the precautions that we take. Uh, I feel comfortable here. You know, I, I don't come into work and worry about it. If somebody comes in, we still take temperatures every day, even though wow. people will say, even though people, some, some people say, oh, well, that's, that's not a tell off. We still do it. And, you know, we'll, we'll send you home for three days, 72 hours. If you have, if you have a temperature. Um, yeah, what, if, you're, what, if you're sick, we're not letting you work. Pretty walk much. me through those precautions. What do you besides the temperature? What else do you do? Um, so when you come into work, you um, before you clock in, you have to get your temperature taken, and if your temperature is over nine nine five, you'll have to go out and sit in the lobby um, for fifteen twenty minutes. Because especially like during the summer or something, sometimes people come in they're just kind of hot. Um, right, right. We, so we wait, we make them wait 15 minutes. And then if their temperature, we go and take their temperature again. And then we'll send them home if, if it doesn't come down. Um, on top of that, you know, we're wearing masks all the time in the store, which, you know, honestly, that's a battle sometimes, especially with the younger generation. You know, they, yeah, they don't right. necessarily want to wear the mask. They'll wear the mask, but not over their nose. 
Um, so that that's a challenge a lot of times. And, and I get that. And then we, we did for a long time during the first initial phase when they thought that COVID was uh, surface-based. Um, we had everybody wearing gloves. I mean, we have people wearing gloves in the grill area all the time, but sure. at the beginning when they thought it was surface contact, we had people wearing gloves everywhere. Right, right. And um, we don't, we still have them in the grill, but we don't have it up front anymore. But we also are doing um, hand washing and sanitizing right. on a regular basis. We have hand wash timers and sanitizer timers that we use. Oh, wow, cool. So and, I feel pretty, you know, I feel did, pretty safe. Did those hand washing timers and sanitizing timers did they come about from COVID, or did you already have them and you just employed them further with the? We, we already had them in place. Um, we shortened the time spans on some of them, and we added some additional um, sanitizer spots in the store. Um, not just for us, but we've added spots in the lobby for customers as well. Oh, cool. So customers can come in and it's right there. There's, we've got foaming and we have, you know, the alcohol base kind as well. Okay. Okay. So, um, as far as, as far as let's talk about the customers, you said earlier that, that some were upset when you first went down and closed the lobby down and, and just went to drive through only, um, now that you've opened the lobby back up, are our customers more understanding and, 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 you know, happy about that, or are they still wanting to come in and sit down? Uh, you know, it's the number one question I get asked all over town is when is the lobby going to open up to sit down? Um, and, you know, this, the short answer is we don't know. The longer answer is I don't think it'll be too terribly much longer um, because a lot of places, a lot of our other stores are starting to. Now, granted, saying that it's not going to be the same as it was before. Um, it probably will be a limited type situation where it'll be like 11 to two and maybe five to seven. Um, and it's, and it's still going to depend on staffing because staffing is a huge issue right now, not just at our, our location and our location is doing better than a lot of other locations. Um, you know, and I hear it all the time. People are like, well, what about your stores here or there? And I'm like, um, those, I know all about what others going, what everybody else is going through, you know? Right, right. Our stores in Columbia, our store, we have a store in Columbia right now that's still only open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Wow. They, they just don't have staff. You know, and, and, and so, I think that's what people under, don't understand is that, you know, they travel to like games for their kids and stuff like that or go to see family in nearby towns. You guys are owned by different owners in different areas. Moberly is not owned by your, your boss. Hannibal's not owned right. by you guys, you know, so there's, right. are, are there different rules with different franchisees or are they pretty much all the same? Um, you know, for at first McDonald's had some set rules and they still have some set rules. Um, but a lot of it now is up to the owner operators and a lot of it is staff. You know, I, I had, uh, you know, I've talked to people all over the place and depending on where you're at the stick, you know, your staffing situation is better or worse. For example, you know, they tell us that the, you know, down in the Springfield area, for example, their staffing situation isn't nearly as bad. Um, the Kansas City area is not nearly as bad. Then Missouri is one of the worst staffing issues they have. And St. Louis is very bad too. But again, in St. Louis, it depends on what part of St. Louis you're in. You know, one store that we knew of in St. Louis, they had 17 total employees. And 
you know, for some places you'd say 17, you think of a restaurant, you think that's a lot. Right. But the one thing people don't understand with McDonald's is like some days here, I'll have 17 people just for lunch. You know, we, you know, you see the lines we have, we right. staff a lot of people and that's, you know, people don't quite understand that. They look at like some other restaurants, fast food places and they're like, well, well, they're open. Well, they're doing this. Well, yeah. How many people do they have working? Five, you know, and they can work with five. Right. I, I wouldn't even be able to probably open the doors with five people. <laughs> I mean, right. it would just, it would be so bad. We just wouldn't be able to provide the service. And right. um, so staffing, you know, that's our major thing. And COVID's really changed a lot. When that's where I was staff. going was, was with staffing and COVID. Is, is staffing changing because of COVID? Uh, is that, is that putting more, rest- I don't know, I don't want to say restrictions, but more parameters on how you guys staff? Well, you know, that'd be one of the things like opening the lobby. You know, one of the things for McDonald's would be if we open the lobby, somebody has to be out here um, at all times. So somebody was to get up from the table, you go in and you sanitize the table. Wait, 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 wait. You have to be out there in the lobby. Was that before COVID as well? Or is that just since COVID? No, that's since COVID. Since COVID. Okay. Why do you have somebody have to be out in the lobby? So if a customer... You know, as soon as they get up from a table, that that table has to be sanitized and cleaned down. Okay. Okay. For another customer, because you know somebody sat there and they were sick. Right. You know, and and then you come and you sit down with your kids. You know. Yeah. That, that's that's their thinking. So. Right. You know, and again, not every store is going to do that, but that is the way it should be done. Right. And, and you can't so stick somebody out there for 18 topic. hours. Right. 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 <laughs> you got well, you, you to have enough people to work we, it. Right. And so that, you know, on that level, that's an extra body I have to have. But things have changed in how people work. For example, I see a lot more people now who are doing jobs that are, I would say, some are staying, some are, you know, um, things like that, you know, where they kind of work their own hours, they set hours, uh, and they make, you know, sometimes they can make a, a decent living. And then you have some people that have, you know, especially the older people, you have a lot of people that retired. They're just like, I'm not messing with this anymore. I'm just going to go home. I can, I can live off my retirement. Um, and one thing that we've noticed, I've noticed at least is a lot of people are doing more with less you know that they aren't money they've realized they can cut out expenses and and still make it right and so they they like being at home you know the one thing that covid did is it showed people what it was like to actually be at home you know before covid it was everybody had to go 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 right i go to work gotta go here gotta go there Right. Well, when they when COVID shut everything down and people actually got to stay home and visit with their family and all, and then people were like, "Hey, this is good. Can we make this work?" You know, a family that before would have two full time jobs now maybe they've got one breadwinner and one person who works from home part time, and so there's a there's a whole person out of the workforce right there. Right. Right. Well, okay. Well, we covered the restaurant angle pretty well and the retail angle pretty well. Um, real, real quick though, just to, to, to put a, uh, a nail in that, um, 
where do you see the future? What, 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 what do you see? What do you see going on in the future in regards to COVID and retail? Um, you know, I think in the future, just me talking, I think you're going to see a lot more, uh, you're going to see a lot less, not more, you're going to see a lot less human kind of interaction. I know that like we have kiosks, but there's some places now that, especially in some of the cities where they don't even have a front counter register, you know, oh, wow. you just, order, you just order at the, at the kiosk and the food's presented to you and you, and you go, you go your own way. Um, huh. And then I'm sure people have seen online where there's robotics and dropping fries and stuff. I mean, as people, as, as the cost of labor keeps going up and that's the other thing COVID has done is it's really because you have less labor in the market. You've drove mm-hmm. up wages as well. Uh, you know, some yeah. people talk about, some people talk about the minimum wage. I haven't paid people minimum wage in years. <laughs> I wouldn't right. have any help if I paid people minimum wage. Um, <laughs> So, you know, that's one of those misnomers. They're like, oh, you're working at McDonald's. You must make minimum wage. And like, I wouldn't have any help. I mean, maybe a few people, but, right. you know, and now, I mean, I've probably, our wages have increased at a faster rate than I've ever seen in all my years. Huh. And that's, you, you just got to, to try and get people in here. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't thought about that aspect, but yeah, that's true. But let's shift away from the retail setting here. You're also on the Mexico city council. Uh, as, a, yes. as a as a city council person, how active was the city council in the city's COVID response? Was it very active at all, or did you kind of leave that to the administrators you had in place? Um, you know, we we as a council, you know, of course, we don't. The way we're set up, we're not involved in day to day operations. Right. Um, that's run by the city manager, and he was involved. And you had um, aspects of our city like. Um, Chief Rocket was involved in calls and Bruce was involved in calls with the health department and other organizations, you know, what was going on around town. And I know the city provided a lot of assistance with, you know, when, when the health department had their COVID clinics, especially like I I can think of the one, you know, the two that come to mind is the Y. Right. Um, They were, they were helping with traffic control and stuff like that. And then the one out at, at, uh, at the airport, you know, the airport's run by the city. Right. So, you know, so we provided that location. We had police officers. We had people from the city. I mean, we, we provided, you know, a lot of, you know, assistance in that level. And then we, you know, when the health department would ask us to, to you know, show support for a, a resolution, uh, we did that. Right. And at meetings, we, at meetings, you know, we always would say, you know, remember COVID's out there. Remember, be be courteous, be kind. And it's not about just you. It's about your neighbor. It's about your neighbor's were, kids. It's about your neighbor's parents. Were you, were you all involved in some of the discussions that city, uh, that, that uh, administration had concerning COVID? On a day-to-day basis, no. Okay. Yeah, we, you know, we would be kept in a loop if there was something going on. Right. But as far as day-to-day, we, you know, we, we aren't set up like that. You know, some cities are set up like that, but we're, right. you know, we don't elect a mayor, we appoint a mayor. And so we don't, we're not involved in those day-to-day operations. That's why we have a city manager. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. But okay. we would, we would get updates on what's going on, but we weren't involved in those decisions on a day-to-day basis. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Chris, uh, thanks for t- joining me today. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. Yep.
that is Chris Williams. He is the Mexico McDonald's manager, and he is also a Mexico City Council person. And this is the Healthy Bites podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Audrain County Health Department's Healthy Bites podcast. We hope you will join us again next week as we bring you more discussion on health matters affecting Audrain County residents and the world with your host, Chris Newbra. If you liked what you heard here, you can find out more information on our website, myachd.org. That's myachd.org. Thanks for listening. See you next week.